but it is the Rainbow Cup. That's June 1st through the 30th for the Sylph Arena. Types allowed are going to be fire, electric, bug, grass, and water. So, you know, the colors of the rainbow. Everybody knows them. Red, yellow, green, another green, and blue. Um. Greener. Green and greener. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. New Generation 4 Pokemon Extraordinary Raid Week begins. Reversals here and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 47. It's May 21st. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Which is wild for us. I it's think the first. latest we've ever, yeah, we've ever recorded, I think was a Monday night. It feels wrong. It kind of does. But, but it uh, also feels so right. You know, hey, thankfully, uh, some things just happen to work out uh, real well with the timing of this show. We'll get there in just a second. But first, big shout out to our two newest patron supporters, Ozzy and Christian. Hey, thank you two so very much. We're thrilled to have you in the discord and can't wait to uh, set goals with you guys and get to know you a little bit better. My name is Chris, your host. I'm joined by Ness. Hello, Kyle. Hiya. And if you paid attention, <laughs> the tag right before this, Geo, also known as Reversal, is here with us as well hello we've made it hello thank you so much yeah thanks for joining us today this was kind of like last minute you know you, you put out a, a call on twitter today you're like hey, i got some free time i'm like great i'd love a little bit of that free time if you're willing <laughs> yeah was it like <laughs> six hours ago <laughs> yeah it was Something. yeah it was pretty close yeah yes yes no this is awesome thank you for getting back to me so quick likewise absolutely thanks for joining us we did sit down and we did like a, like an interview i want to say Gosh, maybe six months ago, something like that. No. Has it been that long? No, no I believe way. So. I think it was Please. after the events, after GoFest and the Summer Tour Squad happened. So it was six months. It was months right ago. after Summer Tour Squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's like no seven way. months. Yep, it's been. Yep, it's been. A, it's been a really. Nice. Oh my god! Next, you're gonna tell me it's almost June. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just got an app the other day, which said for this uh, progressive time bot or whatever on Twitter, and I have notifications on for that. And it literally gives me a pop-up every now and then, every three days, as a matter of fact. And it said, 2019 is 38% complete. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. I would turn that stuff off. It would drive I'd rather not know, you know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, we did do an interview, like we said, a lot longer ago. And apparently, we're willing to admit. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you don't know Reversal and you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that interview, why don't you give us a little bit of information about who you are, what you do. Yeah, of course. Now, uh, my name is Gio. I am a Pokemon Go YouTuber. My channel is called Reversal. I've basically been covering Pokemon Go since it launched. I used to play Clash Royale, but then whenever Pokemon Go came out, I was like, you know, I gotta have to make that jump. Going outside and just playing this game feels fantastic. And sitting at home all day, thinking gonna have to go video. outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But going outside means going outside always. Uh, meaning that even if it's bad weather, which is here in the Netherlands very often, you're gonna have to do that as well. And uh, I'm one of the few YouTubers uh, who's partnered with Niantic right now on Pokemon Go. 
so sometimes uh, from time to time, Niantic flies us out to these events to uh, to cover them and to uh, yeah bring the videos to the channel. The three of us have all seen um, at least some of your videos. I know that Ness and I, when we were watching lots of Pokemon Go uh, videos, like right before bed, you were on our heavy rotation. Uh, so <laughs> Thank thanks you. for all the content. Uh, Thank you for sharing, for sharing the bet with me. I, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to back it up just a minute here. And uh, <laughs> No, but seriously, thanks again for hopping on. Uh, I know your time is very valuable, and I guess let's just hop right into it in the interest of that. Uh, yes. let's, let's dive into the news. No surprise to anybody, except I guess if you rely on this show only for your news. So for those of you that do, I apologize, because last week, you know, we talked about Torture Community Day like a few weeks ago when we had information, but we totally forgot to mention, hey, it's happening this upcoming weekend this past week. And it happened. And um, we also didn't, you know, put our goals together for that. So I kind of wanted to just like roll that into this right now, <laughs> because uh, normally we set shiny goals if you're just joining us on this episode. And uh, I dropped the ball. That was my fault. And uh, <laughs> if you ask somebody, uh, his name is Kyle, it'll, he'll say it was because he wasn't here. And I'm willing to admit that completely. But um, we had other goals. We did. That I'm really proud of because I haven't been playing much and I actually got my goals this week. We're going to talk about them. Gotta. <laughs> That's right. So, Ness, your goals for this past week were do a lunch raid. Mm-hmm. I did 100,000 Stardust. Yes. And that was it. Oh. Yep. <laughs> are, we, are we still enthusiastic? What else did you get to accomplish this week? <laughs> I did a lot this week. I did like three lunch raids. Hey. Um, with oh, my coworkers, wow. hey. okay. I got at least two hundred thousand XP in Stardust. I got Ooh. a few as elves. Did Torchic Community Day. Like I was on a roll. I actually played the game this week. <laughs> well, hey, there you go. Sweet. You know that's uh, that's step one. So it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> nice. absolutely, Kyle. You weren't here last week, but the week before that, yours was get one hundred fifty thousand experience in an as elf. Did you manage to do that in two weeks? I did not get an as elf. I have gotten a lot more. I mean, I've gotten more experience than that, like 400,000 since I was last on. So Absolutely. That was, that's good. You a, did do an Azelf raid, though, right? I've done two. Yeah. And Let's not remind him. Uh, we were there for <laughs> that one. It was heartbreaking. Azelf <laughs> is a hard one to catch. It's a lot yeah, harder sure than, than some of them. They've both gotten away from me so far. Well, at least you got all that experience. Hey. Yeah. Uh, for myself, it was to finish up my fourth regional Pokemon or four. Sorry. My fourth Pokemon four regionals, rather, and then a uh, hundred thousand Stardust. The Stardust was so easy; I should have definitely put that a lot higher. Given it was, you know, the feature benefit of the community day this time. Again, slipped my mind. Whoopsies. But yeah, I definitely got my Bastiodon a lot closer to where I need him to be. I still need to walk for like sixty three more candy or a raid for sixty three <laughs> more rare candy. Oof. It's killing Oof. me. Oh my gosh. Oof. Anyway. Reversal, you did not, you know, set any goals, goals last week because right. you weren't here. Uh, since, you know, I actually have them written down from seven months ago. Let me just get. I'm oh, joking. shoot. I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. But uh, so anything like super notable happen? You want to share Pokemon Go wise this past week? Yeah. So I have my community day for Torchic and I had some errands to run. And as a result of them, I barely had the capability of playing. So I played for 45 minutes. In my doing errands, I still had a stack of like over 50 Arcanine, which I saved up. And basically, as a tip, maybe for you listeners out there, if you uh, if you play Pokemon Go and you know there's a Stardust event upcoming, like a community day, uh, just those Pokemon that you get from quests, just 
drop a gold raspberry or regular raspberry onto them and then run away and it goes into your stack with the berry. And then all you have to do whenever Community Day is there or any starters event, you just clean them out uh, because it's much quicker than, you know, having to walk out and capture the Pokemon. So I, I did that for the first two hours or so and then my stack was empty and then I went to the venue where the community day was, which is my park, and I managed to get a, a grand total of exactly three shinies. So that's perfect. Nice. All right. Hey, that's all you Thank need. You. It worked out. All right. Yes. So while we're talking about torture community day and, and our shinies and our turnaround here, okay, let's if we the three of us can be honest with ourselves, what are the goals we would have set? You know, I would have set three. Right. I usually set three. I feel you like you do always set. Three. I'm three. I'm always yeah. ten plus, Kyle. Uh, I think I've been like six the last few community days. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so, uh, so how did we do, Nessie, first? I got three. She got her three. <laughs> Kyle? I got six. <laughs> I got Ooh. ten. Hey. Yeah. Hey. This guy. This guy right here. <laughs> My first shiny was literally the first one I clicked on. Which happens every community day. We literally all have the first these- one. That's we have true. community day trends when we play together. <laughs> Kyle always gets a shiny, like the first or second thing that he clicks, always. Yeah. And wow. I usually mope around for the first hour and don't catch anything. Whoa, and mope then, around? Yeah, because okay, I don't catch anything. I don't get any shinies. And then I silently <laughs> catch up and overtake everybody with like 12 or something. I had some other things to do, so I didn't do that this time. And then Chris, in like the last 30 minutes... Gets like 12 of them. Look, yeah. it depends on how bad my first two hours were. Yeah. If they're the worse they are, the better the third yeah. hour is. Yes. They'll spend that first hour just nope. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel that phases in the community day is yes. a one player does bad and then they just like catch up. No joke. Chris got five shinies in the last like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. It was like, uh, it was really I funny because everybody else called it and I was not ready to admit it. And then they're just like, shut up, Chris. We told you. It's like Belden Community <laughs> Day all over again. Um, and yeah. then for those of you that care, because I know that we've talked about this before, but I, I did my my math for Terry Wolf's Community Day Challenge. 248 caught. Not the best, but I, you know, I'm not quick catching. I'm just, yeah. you know, doing the normal old fashioned you know, curveball fashion over and throw over and again. catch. There you go. <laughs> I think I only caught like 210. So hey, I think 200 plus is respectable is. to anybody. I really do. Yeah. It really depends on your area, really. It really depends on your area. For you, Gio, like, what do you think if you had to ballpark? I'm not sure if you track it or not, but like, how many of like community day Pokemon do you think you catch on average during a community day? Shinies? Or just, no, just like in general. Pokemon. Just in general. Yeah. It fluctuates a whole lot between filming and how much footage that I need. So I guess what I can say is if I were to be not filming at all, I'll probably be able to get myself around 450 uh, in a three-hour time span. Yeah. That, sounds, wow. that sounds accurate to some other players we've seen too yeah that's man mode right there 100 <laughs> percent. it's just it's just quick catch and go 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 yeah it's insane it, i could even move it up to 600 sure. if i really want to and then i go by bike no! and do the but exact then same have, but then you don't have a video right i mean <laughs> yeah then i'm pretty much a jerk to everybody in the in the park as well because i'm passing by everybody so <laughs> just zooming just around like a, like a yeah. turn signal and just passing I, i've done people. that twice I've done that twice, but only to Pokemon I really care for. Or whenever I'm like, ah, oh, snap, I don't have many shinies. Okay, it's, it's go time. 
All right, well, we, we all apparently did pretty well. Pretty um, okay. Even Jude didn't have a lot of time to play, and he still managed to get his his three. There you go. That's all you really need, especially if you're doing a living decks. So besides that, of course, the featured move was Blast Burn. We called it a mile away. Everybody mm-hmm. did. I know people are like, don't, you know, th- th- they're patterns. That doesn't mean they're promises. They're right. promises. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's, but yeah, come on. that point. Come on. Right. Yeah. This is what the third, this is the third fire starter that's gotten Blast Burn. At this point in time, it, it would feel like Blast for me if it didn't get it um but yes, blast for me <laughs> it turns to, out to be like pretty stinking good uh it gets it gets like 33 flat dps makes it the third in fire type attackers but the thing is is that it's tdo because of its lack of bulk kind of brings it down in relevancy you can compare this to first and second place uh being moltres and flareon who have very very similar dps we're talking about like within one point but the tdo is like the, okay, so the TDO for Blaziken is like around a thousand, and for Moltres it's fourteen fifty basically. Flareon a little bit more, but like a hundred extra points. And then Ante comes in at fourth with like again one point lower in DPS, but its its TDO is just like hey, so much better. So it's kind of like what the purpose is for you that you want to do. Blaze Kick was added as well and we've talked about this is the signature move for blaziken well at least it was uh when you know blaziken was like (laughs) like the new pokemon at the time in the main series games it didn't come out as the featured move again that was blast burn but blaze kick was released at the start of this event and then you know from now on and forever basically blast burn is still better because blaze kick got nerfed in its stats like but it's still a three bar charge move so you know it'll eat through shield it'll be useful in pvp I, I mean, I would still recommend picking it up if you want to have a second move on there. If you want to flex Blaziken in for PvP, it's, you know, kind of up to you guys for like, a, as far as like a preference goes. I don't know if you guys feel any differently about Blaze Kick. No, especially after they nerfed it. I, I do like Blaze Kick. Uh, it charges, I charge it faster than Blast Burn does. So true. In that aspect, you can like use it as bait to get that shield out, which I think is nice. Then again, with Blaziken, the problem is that you probably want a fighting type move as the second move as well. But you could you could mess around with that. There's options there, which, which is nice. Especially if you show a shiny Blaziken to an opponent, they might think, oh, it's going to be Blast Burn. But then you throw out the Blaze Kick and they might end up doing a shield. So you have options. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how it kind of shakes out. And then if maybe they tweak the stats of Blaze Kick in the future. I was kind of disappointed with the nerf because I wanted it to be much more than it was. But yeah, I think the reason for that, though, is like they want people to play during Community Day. And I feel that for some people, they, they might think like, hey, playing during Community Day might not be as relevant as a result of Base Kick being so close because it literally was like just a sliver of a damage difference so that way people feel like they have at least some some bit of like exclusivity when it comes down to blast burn definitely i agree a lot of the mind games going on you know but speaking of other exciting news besides getting two moves with a pokemon on its community day this next event this extraordinary raid week event which is actually it's already started which is pretty exciting I'm a little disappointed that it's not after the official start of summer because this would have been a great (laughs) feather in my cap to start off 500 raids this summer. But here we go. This event, three actual events, one encapsulates the other two. We'll talk about the two uh, in a minute. Let's talk about the overall week 
first. So Raid Week is happening when it's a start. Started today on the 21st at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And then it ends on the 28th. That's next Tuesday, 1 p.m. The same deal. The raids are changing. Here is the tiers. And this is live right now through next Tuesday. Uh, tier 1, uh, Machop, Slackoth, Shinx, and Bronzor. And one of the cool features of this event is that shiny Bronzor is out. Ooh. Yahoo. Are you guys yes. excited about it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. I Obviously. think Geo's excited about shiny Bronzor. It's, it, it's cool. No, no. no yeah. I, I'm, actually, I'm yeah. actually super stoked for uh, Bronzor because Bronzor is definitely one of those Pokemon that's on the spectrum of more rare Pokemon. So that's it's a cool shiny. I hope... Niantic, if you're listening to this, uh, I hope that they won't suddenly make Bronzer appear everywhere, though. I, I kind of like it, the idea of some more rare shinies. So I think Seal is really rare, and I like that. It gives you it gives you leverage for trade, and I think that's good. It also lowers that pressure of shiny checking and having to get the shinies, because the Pokemon's already rare, so you're kind of excited to see that pokemon anyways that's true but even though seal wasn't spawning very much like seal is just not exciting for me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, no uh, you know you you say that but you're gonna you click on a seal and it's shiny and suddenly and then you get excited. excited oh yeah <laughs> sure again the only pokemon i haven't felt excited about seeing a shiny of is plusle and that's because i have five of them i don't want them anymore <laughs> that you and they don't even them, look shiny shove them back into the shiny they ether don't that's even okay. look it Attach him to a little balloon. And just Get out of my go. face. This is why you know? I crushed that kid's dreams. Yeah, <laughs> just go fast. You did. Those mine and are the worst. Do you, do you know what happened when, when they got released? Literally, I was at GoFest. And I was having a midnight party. We, we were hanging out in this tiny Airbnb room with like 25 people having drinks. Alolan Pokemon started spawning at midnight as well. Alolan Geodude, Alolan Diglett. Plus or minus turned out to be shiny. Literally my first three shacks, all shiny, plus or shiny minor. Wow. And then I was like, great, but what now? You know, it's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> it's done. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. I ended up with like 20 different shiny plus or minus. I ended up transferring them all wow. because it's just such an underwhelming shiny. Yeah. It, no, it really, it really, really, it really is. is. I mean, my, at least Minen has like a nice color shift, but like Plusle just looks like Plusle. Red, just more you know red. What I mean? Just a little bit yeah. more red. Just a t- Anyway, let's move on. Because for, for tier two, for the raid week this week, we got Mischievous, Curlia, Mawile, Phoebus, Clamp Pearl, and Biberel. <laughs> Which is great. I, um, <laughs> I think that's I think that's the joke ad. I don't know who exactly was looking for that one. Uh, the rest of these in this list Nobody. make a lot of sense. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's just like what? It's a nod to Bidoof, right? That's pretty much all it is. It's just a joke. <laughs> I I don't know. I hadn't looked at this tier list when I opened my app today, and I saw one in a raid, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Hang on." <laughs> No, not not gonna so, do that. It's not a bug; it's a feature, Kyle. 
<laughs> my life. Yes. But, you know, Mischievous and Mawile and Phoebus and Clan Pearl, those can all be shiny. And seeing Clan Pearl in raids, I think, is a good is a good way to go. Because after Clan Pearl Research Day, you know, they said that they were released in the wild. But We they did were... see a Clan Pearl the other day for yes. Community Day. Yeah. We sure. saw a Clan Pearl. Really? There was one there. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was wild. He was just Clan hanging Pearl. out We were in the there. middle of a mall, not even close to any water. Was yeah. it like on a, on a lure spawn or just in the wild? No, it was just like in a, the wild. It was a regular lure spawn. It wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't anything special. None of the new lures or anything like there. that just a regular lure it was wow, wild that people is, were freaking out it was amazing. great yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway seeing more of those is great because it, you know they're excessively rare and i know that a lot of people are still clamoring for candies because you know they evolved like you know 15 hunt tails and didn't get a gorbis or vice versa same uh, thank I'm you i'm not making yeah. any particular <laughs> kind of reference i might be <laughs> yes we need a trade we have we the do. opposite problem here do we yeah. Kyle, why haven't you have we discovered the, this before? You have all the Gorbis, right? I do. I do have I all have the Gorbis. I have the <laughs> Okay, we'll trade. Okay. So did we'll you trade. actually ever figure out, did you get that all sorted out for yourself, Gio? Because I am referencing one of your videos in particular. Yeah, I know. I know you are, and it hits me right <laughs> in the feels. Uh. <laughs> so that video, that Clamperl day, I... Got myself eight shiny clamper, got one off of screen, and I evolved all of them, and all eight turned into Huntail. <laughs> I remember watching that and be like, oh, that poor guy. Oh. Eventually, the next day, I literally broke a rule of mine, and that is to trade shiny Gorbis, because I literally couldn't be bothered. I didn't have candy anymore. I ran out of my extra. I, I dumped all my rare candy into Clampro just to be like, I'm so prideful. Look at me. Whoa, I'm not getting that shiny. But after evolving, and, and I also evolved two regular ones, and those also turned out to be Huntail. After <laughs> 10, I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to just get this Gorbis. Like, I deserve it. What are these you odds? You do. You deserve that. <laughs> I calculated. It's 0.1% chance of that <laughs> happening. Like, how does that happen? I should have bought myself a lottery ticket. Hey, it made for really. I was I was crying laughing watching that video. It made for an excellent. <laughs> oh, it's great video. for YouTube. Yeah, it's totally. great for YouTube. Yeah, but you know, you know, it was bad for the soul, right? <laughs> yeah, it 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 it, done, it it eats you up. It eats you up. All right, well, clan pearls in in tier two raids. Uh, hopefully, you guys can get you know more than one of the evolutions uh, for tier three: Alolan Raichu, Chansey, Scyther, Aerodactyl, and Float Soul. If you're still working on your special research aerodactyl is definitely uh, going to appeal to you scyther aerodactyl and alolan raichu can be shiny uh, for tier four a little marowak dragonite tyrantar absol and metagross little marowak can be shiny and absol can be shiny that's all right. I mean, I'm I'm kind of underwhelmed by seeing a Metagross, like, which makes me a little bit sad, just because I still have like a, a you know Beldum hangover from Beldum Community Day. Yeah, it doesn't help that without Meteor Mash, Metagross is just yeah not, not interesting great. at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's still he's still good. I mean, he's not terrible, yeah. not not in the least. But Meteor yeah. Mash made him shine. That might be the longest hangover ever. It's eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> time is time is just an illusion around here anyway so for tier five again you know you got the lake spirits so uxi mesprit and azelf all three of them are still out there doing their thing regionally of course so again confirmation that those guys are not going to rotate but uh you know wouldn't be the first time that things have changed how do you feel about that geo how do you feel about the regional legendaries this is a good question because it was definitely a hot topic issue for a few weeks yeah i like it 
because I travel. So that is my excuse. But I don't think it's user friendly. For the people that don't travel with Niantic. Exactly. <laughs> so what you got right now with Shadows being released and having a blue one and a pink one, you will still have the capability of getting the Pokedex entry. And I think that matters a lot for people. So I don't think people are necessarily salty over the fact that that is a regional because it makes sense for a Pokemon like Shadows to be available into two colors and then one in one part of the world and the other in another part of the world because you can still get the Dax entry. For the Lake Spirits, I just don't think it is fair. I think eventually it will rotate, but them telling or explicitly saying, hey, it's not like we have no plans for that now. I don't like that, but that's, you know, my opinion doesn't do anything. Yeah, I think we were pretty much like the community was pretty much split down the middle. But I don't think anybody was really, you know, telling normally when people disagree about something like this. I mean, like take take the game of, of Thrones finale for for, for instance. <laughs> no, and no spoilers. We're, no, we're not gonna no spoil spoilers. Not, spoilers. I'm just, I'm just talking worry. about hey. just talking about attitudes about this. Like some people loved it and some people hated hey. it. But there was also like a back and forth of like people just not understanding how the other side could feel the way that they feel. But when it comes to these regional lake spirits, like it makes sense. Like everybody kind of I get this sense of understanding from side to side. It's like, okay, yeah, you don't get a chance to travel, so I feel bad for you. But also, like, I understand that these, like, having these things be regional is fun and exclusivity is good for the game and it's healthy. Like, I saw those conversations happening more often than not, and that was kind of nice. Definitely think the Pokemon Go community has matured in that aspect. I think the best point I've heard someone make about the whole regional raids are that it's not too much to expect somebody who you know who travels to catch a Pokemon for you to bring back, but it's assuming a lot to ask them to raid for you. You know, that's true. That could potentially, you know, cost money for somebody just to get you the Pokemon. And I just, I thought that was a really good point to bring up. Yeah, it is a different dynamic, but I don't know. We, we talked about this ad nauseum uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, thanks for your input, Joe. Additionally to these, the raid shakeup for the tiers, um, there's two bonuses that are happening throughout the course of this week, again, until next Tuesday, two times raid Stardust and two times raid XP, which is rad. That's uh, that's a good chunk of change in both of those coffers. Absolutely. I know I'm going to try to get out and raid more often than I normally do now. Uh, we'll see if I can't scrape together some time. I'm sure other people may or may not be more excited about this, depending. This is the best event. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion. No, it's great. I'm so close to my golden champion badge. And this will literally push me over. Because, I mean, just getting, how much is it? 8,000 experience from level one raid you can do on your own. That's some crazy experience, if you ask me. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so because I, I remember doing uh, the Articuno raid day was the Artic was the raid day that we had double Stardust, right? Double raid Stardust. It was raid, ex yeah, raid experience, raid experience. Forgive me. And you were raking in if you had a lucky egg going like forty k a pop with those things, and it was perfecto. So I know a little replay on that, absolutely. So within this raid week, there's also two separate events so this first one's called a raid hour it's not the legendary lunch hour this is kind of echoing that shadow event that happened that we talked about a while ago it's happening on wednesday may 22nd from 6 p.m to 7 p.m local time so no time zone magic needs to be had basically the number of raids for you know of all levels not just five star raids this time will increase during the event hour so 
uh, you know, plan those routes, get out there with your friends and raid to your heart's content, as it were. Is I know that this is the ideal raid window for you, Kyle. Are you going to be out and about between six and seven? <sighs> Niantic is not friendly to people who work that closing shift is all I have to say. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Just quit, uh, man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no. Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Where's quit. the lunch? They did oh, one lunch. Yes. You know, and then and now now when I have the lunch free, they're like, let's do the dinner hour. Oh, OK. True, 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 true. Hey, well, I'm just excited to see them experimenting with these times still. I was yeah. kind of afraid that after the first lunch hour that some people were like, mm, I don't know. Again, split down the middle reaction wise. I like the lunch hour. Uh, yes. That's the only yeah. time I get to go. A lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people were like, I work through my lunches and they're like oh i also work Uh-oh. through my lunches but sometimes i can sometimes. lunch raid sometimes which is good yes i think i hit up one of the legendary dinner hours that was again like kind of like a shadow event nobody actually you know admitted officially that it was happening but it definitely was happening we talked about this a couple of weeks ago but but geo did you participate in any of these raid hours uh, did you get any communication about the dinner hour at all? Or was that no. completely just under the radar from everybody? It was completely under the radar. I was in Singapore at the time, which is one of the earliest time zones that get the event. So I noticed I got a couple of tweets from Australia and New Zealand, which is like two hour difference. And I, I saw those tweets. I was like, oh, snap, lunch hour uh, is happening. But then it's dinner hour so I just quickly made a video instantly like, hey, guys, there's this happening right now. I don't know if it's confirmed or real or not, but it's there. And then I asked Niantic, hey, is this a thing? And they officially couldn't like I couldn't mention like, hey, this is actually a thing uh, because it was like something that they were testing, so to speak. Sure. Like they I didn't like know that you have to coming. ask <laughs> like Niantic, well, is like, this happening? Sur- <laughs> yeah, certain things like uh, whenever some sometimes news comes out, uh, I just 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 to be sure that I don't say anything unnecessary because I'm partnered with them. I just want to make sure that I say the right thing and give the correct information. So sure. I very often fact check with Niantic like, hey, I'm about to talk about this in the video. Is this correct? Because if it's incorrect, they will tell me, hey, Gio, look, we like you and all, but that that's incorrect. <laughs> we like you, but no. <laughs> Yeah, like a really great example the other time was on the Pokemon.com website. There was some incorrect information regarding uh, people getting a raid pass every single day for the week. And that turned out not to be true. There was some sort of miscommunication there. So I, I reached out to LeakDuck, who made the infographs. It's like, hey, I, I just got word from Niantic. It's not going to be happening. So obviously, it's, there's a little bit of uh, it, it's it's kind of interesting, but it's cool that that I get to talk to them about stuff like this. It's, it's a fascinating role that you play uh, in their communication chain. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they know that if they pass you a piece of information that that you will you know disseminate to where it needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. So I, it I don't know. It's just it's fascinating to me, like the stuff that they choose to not tell and the things they choose to let, like because I've seen you you've broke news before. I think I've seen uh, Holly break news before. Nick's broken news before. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it's really interesting to see. Like how those things, like their different approaches and strategies to their communication. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, I I do wish though that that we had the capability of getting the possibility to test builds prior to release, so that way we can say as Pokemon Go players, okay, look, this is all great and all, but this feature is not working. That way, there's no bugs or anything like that. 
um, maybe that that will be the next step in our uh, partnership together. But we'll see. All right. Cool. Well, if they need any help, I do QA testing. <laughs> Put a good word. Yeah, I've got like, you. a checklist of everything. There you I go. got you. Now, it was actually, it's actually just that box. Does QA testing. Does That's QA. the list. <laughs> All right. So the next thing, the second event that's happening in this raid week is Lapras Raid Day. So for those of you that heard me complaining about the fact that there were no Laprases around. After there's the going to be Lapras. Out, there's going to be Lapras everywhere now. And I couldn't be happier. <laughs> so when is this happening? Saturday, May 25th or May 26th, if you're in the Asia Pacific region, uh, between 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. So again, no time zone magic. Happy days. Oh, uh, you're going to in Europe. Yeah, you guys are. It's going to be a little bit interesting, <laughs> huh? Hopefully you guys don't inherit the bugs that usually plagues the uh, Asia-Pacific Asia Pacific. region. I love them so much because they are they are our main testers. Asia-Pacific always lets us know what's yeah, going on. They're really, the they guinea really pigs. Do. I feel yeah. so bad sometimes. Bless you, Asia-Pacific. I feel so bad. I love, love you, Asia-Pacific. Absolutely, yes. I was in Sentosa or in Singapore during Bagon Community Day, so I got to experience... The Asia, Asia Pacific, Pacific. Oh, no. <laughs> struggle. <laughs> it was bad. Like if if you're lagging or anything like that, it's nothing compared to what we experienced there. Is there like a level of self awareness with like they know exactly what role they're playing in these <laughs> event rollouts? Yeah, I'm, I'm very sure oh, they are aware. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting to have a conversation with fellow uh, Pokemon Go content creator Zoe Two Dots. She's mm-hmm. a really good friend of mine. And we, we very often talk about Community Day coming out first and so on and so forth. And then whenever I was in Singapore, I was like, wow, this is really bad. And she's like, look, this is what we're going through always. And I was like, well, I just got a newfound <laughs> oh, respect for y'all there in Asia Pacific. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I'll be in a Community Day while I'm in Australia. It's going to be, be the end of the month, so maybe. You might be. You're going to be there for the span of like oh. 10 days or something. So, so what date are you there? Because they announced it in advance. It's late August. It's going to be in August. It's in August. So, let me look it up for you. I'll get back to you on it. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, so while Geo is doing that, uh, you're going to receive up to five raid passes from gyms at no cost. This is very similar to the raid days we've had in the past. Uh, this includes, I believe, your free raid pass. Uh, for the day. So if you would like to have six free raid passes on any given day, I would just save the one from the day prior and then you'll get five on that next day. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Lapras. That's not really news to anybody, but it is definitely the, the cause for excitement with this event in a lot of ways. But here's the other one that Trainer Tips was talking about on Twitter, that during the time window, Lapras that will be caught I'm, I'm pretty sure this also includes the ones in the wild. I'm pretty sure. I can't imagine it wouldn't. They'll know the legacy moves Ice Shard and Ice Beam. They're definitely worth picking up. Um, if not only just, you know, hey, it's cool to see legacy moves come back. So this is kind of setting a new precedent in a way. I got the date, by the way. Uh, the community day was announced on the 3rd of August. It was an early one. Mm. Oh, wow, that's really early. Yeah. Yeah. No so they're doing they're doing uh, the community days. They announced it like four months in advance. So we had eighth of June, twenty first of July, and then third of August. And I was like, hey, that is like two weeks difference in time. But then, yeah, I'll just have to find something else to do. Yeah, something that, else to do in Australia while I'm there. I mean, the community day for next month definitely is strategically placed like right before GoFest. You know, it, it yeah. would have their usual window would have fallen right on GoFest or right after. And I think that they don't want people to be too burnt out from mm-hmm. a live event because it does take quite a bit of energy. <laughs> 
you know, they still want people to be able to go out and enjoy the community today. So that makes a lot of sense to me. I do just want to comment that the legacy moves for Lapras makes it better for PVP. It does nothing for it in PVE. There are so many better ice types for yeah. PVE. Yeah, absolutely. So that was before we had like Mammoth Swine and everybody else come out because it used I to be don't, Lapras I think and Jinx even, back in the day. I think even Jinx is better with its current moveset. Yeah, but I Jinx is squishy though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lapras's, Lapras's TDO is not that great either. But that's so surprising to me, really. I think Lapras was more of an anchor, if if anything. Like, hey, if you don't have a lot of time and you're doing these uh, tap-and-go raids, it would be a nice Pokemon to have as an anchor. Yeah, Lapras has really good bulk, but it's it's DPS. It's, it's abysmal compared to other ice types of taxers. That, that makes a lot more sense now because the people that I was... Uh, the, the content I was listening to that people were excited about the ice types... Uh, for the legacy moves for, you know, both of these legacy moves for Lapras, we're talking about in context of PvP. So that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, hey, I'm excited for Lapras. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go too hard for these, to be very honest with you. We are going to a wedding like two hours after this. Yeah. So uh, I'm not so sure if we're going to be out there in, you know, full formal attire raiding for three hours. I would do it. <laughs> Look there at you me, Catching well, Pokemon. Okay, yeah, no excuse. All right, I guess. I guess. I mean, it doing. is shiny Lapras, though. It is. That's true. With it legacy pretty, moves, pretty fancy I, Pokemon. I complained for too long about not being able to find Lapras for me to pass up this opportunity. You did. So, uh... <laughs> I believe you can also catch the Lapras with like very close to eight, fifteen hundred CP, which is even better. Um, and it won't be like a Bastiodon, where like that's the ceiling, the CP ceiling. So if you <laughs> want to level it up, it costs. 300 candy and half a million stardust. <clears throat> anyway, so that was the raid week. Extraordinary as it is. Next up, real quick, there's there's new boxes for new sale. New boxes. Yeah, um, I'm run through these real quick because we got some more ground to cover. We're not even to like the bombshell news piece of all this news yet. There's a lot. Uh, so there's the new boxes lot. that came out definitely in favor of the raid week, at least on the, the uh, high end here. Four raid passes in the special box to regular incubators, two star pieces. It's always nice to see star pieces. The Great Box, six Raid Passes, three Super Incubators, three Lucky Eggs, two Incense. It's all right. I think the last Great Box was a lot better. Ultra Box, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. 20 Raid Passes, four Super Incubators, five Star Pieces, and four Lure Modules. Uh, 20 Raid Passes? That's pretty good. Yes, please. 500 days of summer looking Thank at you. you. I'm sitting at 404 Raid Passes. I'm, I'm ready. I think I just need two of these boxes, and I'll yes. be... And, and then you'll be good, be good go. for 500 raids this summer. Well, yeah, with, factoring in the dailies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah the hard part's over already. <laughs> <laughs> Buying all the boxes? Yes, absolutely. Getting to the raids? Did, nah, not the hard can part. Can I touch on one of the BC boxes real quick? Totally. I totally feel that Niantic missed an opportunity with the special box to include one of each new lure module in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Because it's a bra- it's a nice, nice entry box. Like, hey, here are Glacial, Mossy, and Magnetic Lures. Go wild! Yeah, it would definitely make them probably more common, especially, like, since this is not going to be, like, a permanent... They always change the boxes, so that, you know, they don't have to commit to that being in that box forever, and that's kind of nice. Yeah, I, I would agree. Or at least in this last box, which is the Adventure Box, which hasn't really changed, if they had changed up... Well, okay, first of all, there's 13 Super Incubators, 5 Star Pieces, 4 Regular Incubators, and 4 Lure Modules. If they had swapped out those last four lure modules with the new ones i think an adventure box just contextually makes a lot of sense for the new ones to be in there too yeah. but 
Yes. You know, here we are. Again, like I said, we're not going to drag our feet with this because tons of new stuff is literally what I have written down <laughs> in the notes here because, well, there's, there's tons, tons of, of new stuff. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, new Pokemon, Cherubi and Cherim, or as I like to say, just Cherim, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's only Cherim. Okay. Yeah. Well, Cherubi's in 5K eggs, right? So. Sure. <laughs> Yep. I think saw a friend of mine found Cherubi in a mossy lure module. Oh, Ooh, okay. interesting. Looks like I'm taking a yeah. walk later. Taking um. a walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Cherim does have two forms. One is, I think it's an overcast, and the other one is an every other uh, type of weather, which is what you've seen. Okay. Um, it's called the overcast form, I believe. There's one where it's like open and smiling and one where it's like really sad. I've only caught the one that's cloaked completely. That looks really kind of sad. Wobbles back and forth. And uh, those things are a lot more common than I was expecting them to be in this first week. But here we are. What's nice about those is this second stage. So if you're looking to get a lot of candies on them, you know, just to get a head start, just pineapples, bad boys, and they'll rack up real, real quick. Those probably aren't the most exciting Pokemon that are coming out today. Here we go. Nope. Gibble, Gabite, and Garchomp. Let's go. Let's do it. Now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've talked about this Pokemon a lot, and Kyle's and mine reaction to this might be surprising you because we talked nonstop about how excited we were for this Pokemon. Uh, Kyle and I have already talked about this, and I'm just going to hand it over to him. So Chris and I both thought it was actually kind of underwhelming. It's really excited to see Garchomp. Don't get me wrong. One of my favorite Pokemon is definitely on the list, but they held him back and they held him back and they held him back and we're like, what are they going to do? There was a ground type event. They didn't release him. And then they just released him as one of the waves. And they're just like, here you go. He's in 10K eggs. So that's nice. I think for me, like I agree with all those things. It definitely boils down to one thing, though, and it was I really was really expecting him to be released for a community day. I really was. They had the opportunity to do something a little bit different, especially... So, Gio, what was your reaction to this? Because uh, Gibble is, you know, that pseudo-legendary from this generation, this new generation. He is essentially the Tyranitar of Sinnoh. And Tyranitar is a big deal. Garchomp also is a big deal. So, I mean, like, how do you think this was this was kind of handled, this release? I just hate waves, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gem 2 launch was the best launch because just, got, boom, everything was there. But I understand... I guess. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the only argument for it, basically, that makes me kind of understand is they got a lot of ground to cover still. And there's plenty of great options for community days and stuff like that. So just because, you know, I was hoping for it as a community day doesn't mean it, you know, it needed to happen. I think this is definitely just a testament to the fact that obviously Niantic has to also take the casual player into consideration and not only the diehard Pokemon Go fanatics. I always like to say to people, you know, have no expectations because you're going to get let down. Just be surprised <laughs> right. if something cool it's happens. Good, good life advice right there. It oh. is. It is. I don't follow it. <laughs> <laughs> get excited about everything. Yeah. Practice what you preach, Gio. It's cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will try. So where's Gen 5? No, it's, uh, exa- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, we still got more Gen 4 to get through here. We're not even done with our list yet. So yeah, the Gibble line is really exciting. But uh, we also got Burmy and Wormadam and uh, Mothim 
which is interesting. If you guys don't know how that one works, Burmy will evolve into Orbanam if it's a female, three different types of that Pokemon. It like covers itself in a cloak of like basically, you know, rubbish. <laughs> and it's just, you know, whatever that is appropriate to the environment that's around it in the main series games. And then Motham is the evolution of the, the male Burmy. That's pretty cool. I like seeing these gender-based like split evolution. Actually, any sort of split evolutionary uh, line is always interesting. Um, but not as interesting as more regionals, especially when we got what we thought was all the regionals up front at the beginning of this wave. But we were surprised with the Lake Spirits and surprised yet again with Shellos. Uh, Gio was talking about this a little bit earlier. But Shellos and its evolutionary line, Gastrodon. There is a blue one and a pink one, and the designating line between the two regions is the Prime Meridian, and that's pretty much it. That's all you got to know. There was like a, a real like strange release like a few weeks ago that they were available for like an hour in the wild, and then an hour into this window, both were also available in the wild for a little bit. Kind of weird. So if you didn't snag both, now it's regional. So <laughs> did you get both, Geo? He's smiling. Yes. Look at him. Oh, I was man. lucky. I was so lucky. Like, I went out, I recorded my episode, and when I looked at the time of the recordings, it was there for an hour, I think. And I looked at the timestamps, I was like, oh, wow, I actually managed to get that one, like, with 10 minutes left to go. The pink shallows, in my case, because we have the blue boys. Blue boys and blue girls, actually. But yeah, I got them both. Um, So I was incredibly stoked for that. Well, we're happy for you, if not a little bit jealous. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's a dex entry all the same. That's kind of the nice thing about this regional is that it'll still fill the decks for you, whether or not you have the other color or not. But uh, yeah, it's always interesting to see how this stuff is set up, but not as interesting as hippos, hippopotas and hippowdon, which is also a little bit different based on its gender. It'll be kind of inverted with its color, which if you don't know, gives the impression of a shiny if you're the sort of person that at first, because you weren't too familiar with Grimer, you thought that Alolan Grimer was shiny, you'll definitely think that Hippopotas' other gender is a shiny version for sure. Also worth noting, I think this is the first time that Pokemon Go has ever deviated from the main series games. Because in the main series games, Hippowdon and Hippo, Hippop, Hippopotas, Hippo, I can't say Hippopotas. 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 Yeah, there you go. Hippopotas. <laughs> they're the same color in the the main series games so it's really interesting maybe we'll see that change when gen 8 eventually comes out hippo potatoes is definitely the name of this episode by the way (laughs) that's too good that's too good anyway uh it's a ground type pokemon uh i would assume that i mean it's a hippo it's cool go out and catch some hippos he's got a big mouth goofy eyes it's not the love here but there are some other exciting additions this this is the list that never ends and this is why this is such a big deal uh there's leafeon and glaceon the two evolutions of eevee that we've been just waiting for there is a name trick and we'll have a link to it in the show notes as we always do for all these different pieces of news for leafeon it's linnea and for glaceon it's rhea and I believe that these are references to trainers in a main series game. I know that for Flareon, Jolton, and Vaporeon, it was references to the Eevee brothers in the anime. I think these are references to trainers in a main series game. Yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon, to be more specific, the EVZ um, side quest. There you go. Oh, oh cool. wow. Okay. I'll thank you, Cerebid, on that for <laughs> sharing that. Joe Merrick, he's the webmaster of Cerebid.net, and he's been covering it like prior to the original release or whatever on his website. 
And so literally you ask him any question relating to any sort of sub game, he just can tell you like we can write an essay. That's incredible. Yeah, I find that most of the articles that I read uh, about Pokemon Go are usually like, and my reference is Sarah B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so anyway, with, with Levian and Glaceon, each one will evolve based on you being under the effect of these new lure modules, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but Leafeon is with the mossy one, and Glaceon is with the the icy one, the snowy one, the glacial lure. And uh, the name trick will work even if you aren't near the lure. So if you want to just get the one out and you don't want to get the lure for whatever reason, you can still do that. For us, I believe, uh, nested her shinies right away because she still had hers saved up from EV Day. Yep. And uh, I also did that, but I accidentally evolved two of the same. Yes, he did. Absent-minded. And that's how the cookie crumbles. Anyway, the shinies are like just a you know like a half step shade away from the other ones. They're, they're the bad yeah. type of shiny. You know, not everybody can be on an espion. You know? <laughs> no, instead we have that we have the pluses. <laughs> That's true. That's not even a half step shade difference. They're the pluses of same this world. Color. <laughs> the shiny Pikachu of this this time burnt pikachu got a little bit too much sun pikachu there you go <laughs> <laughs> anyway two more oh man <sighs> here we go best for last i suppose i see that one coming down there yes Magnezone. you do there's a third lure type it's called magnetic lure it's pretty cool because there's like little squares that go up into the like the sky around the lure it looks really neat you have to be under the effect of that you can get magnezone finally wrapping up the you know all the loose ends here get it get it and get finally, it get it Ness, what's the last one? It's Probopass. <laughs> it's Probopass. My boy, Probopass. I got like five of them on Community Day. Oh my God. I have my lineup. I am so good with my Probopass, and I am that. I was so thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best part about Probopass? His mustache. Yeah, that's true. It's his mustache. It's nose hair. It's the mustache. What? Look, uh, look. <laughs> Mustaches are glorified nose hair. I'm not letting you dull my shine, Kyle. That's okay. Not today. Whenever I see it, all I think of is an old man with like really bushy nose hair. I love him. And like a top hat, sort of. Right. I Uh love him. And Uh, that's it. He he comes out of the magnetic lure. So if you've got a nose pass and you're going to evolve him, that's the place to do it. I have so many. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> we will be accepting any and all screenshots of Pro Pass from this episode yes. forward. Yes, please send them As all directly to, to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually named my first one Mario knows because it looks like Super Mario. Oh, <laughs> it does. That's cute. Does. Man. Yeah, Pro Pass is great. Oh, that's the last one of all the new Pokemon that are out right now. The best one. But that's not all. Anyway, there's a new move out, too. It's called Earth Power. <clears throat> it's a powerful ground type of charged attack that can lower your opponent's defense in trainer battles. This is the list of Pokemon that can learn it. Aerodactyl, Camerupt, Claydol, Gastrodon, which is the evolved form of Shellos, Hippowdon, evolved form of Hippo Potatoes, Nidoking, and Nidoqueen. Nidoking, Nidoqueen, and Claydol benefit the most from it based on their moveset and what they can do just, you know, as the Pokemon that they are. Um, if it comes to other Pokemon, it may be more PvP relevant. The one that it's most relevant on is Claydol, probably. Um, if you're still going to do your Nightmare Cup, that's it's an option now. More of an option than it was before. <laughs> so it's exciting. I, I always like seeing these new moves and stuff like that. Uh, Gio, I don't think we ever got the chance to talk about status moves because that definitely happened after 
the interview. That's true. Yeah. So what's your level of investment in the PvP scene? And, and how do you feel about these status moves finally making their way to Pokemon Go? Okay. Put it into perspective, I went from 15 million starters to five. <laughs> and that is as a result of PvP being released. So... Invested quite a bit, way more than I thought. I was also dumb enough to learn some of my top rating Pokemon, an extra move. So I have like an extra move on like four of my Kyogre. And I, like now I'm just annoyed wow. by the fact that in raids, I need to swap, type, tap on different spots. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've invested quite a bit into it. Like I'm getting to the point right now with the PvP Cups that I can recycle some of the other Pokemon that I invested into. So that's great. And I think Earthfire is a pretty interesting move for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same level. It doesn't have the same gravity of purpose that Power Up Punch does. Power Up Punch like changed the face of a, a few Pokemon for us. Yeah. You know, it's exciting to see that these moves make their way in, regardless if it's something like Earth Power that isn't meta changing, but now it's an option. Being it's it's nice to have options, isn't it? Definitely is. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of options, we mentioned these a bunch of times, but, you know, just kind of wrap up this conversation about all the new stuff. There's new lure modules, like we said before, Mossy Glacial Magnetic. They're 200 gold a pop or $2. And uh, you put those down on a lure and it, you know, it'll help you evolve certain Pokemon we just listed and enumerated before. Um, and it'll also attract spawns of appropriate typing that match with the, uh, you know, the type of lure it is. We're not going to go through an exhaustive list because, well... They're not 100% confirmed, and uh, I've done a lot of talking. So, <laughs> you know, and then Geo tossed me this this headline earlier today, and I'm just kind of in shock about it. I mean, do you want to explain? <laughs> I, can't, I can't even pronounce the Twitter handle, so. I think Chris just doesn't want to actually say this out loud. <laughs> so. I don't. Doesn't want to try. Mm-mm. Okay, so there's this a Japanese Pokemon Go player. His name is Tada underscore Doku Kaicho. And he did something that you guys, I don't know if you guys will be able to take this. So this is like a fair warning. Brace yourselves here. <laughs> Not he deleted a thousand premium ray passes to then buy a hundred glacial, a hundred mossy and oh, 500 no. magnetic lures no. in Pokemon Go. So to put it into perspective, a thousand raid passes, like a thousand bucks. And then the amount of new raid passes that he bought was also a thousand bucks because it's 140,000 Pokecoins. It's, um, I mean, whales gonna whale. I mean, we gotta thank him because he's keeping the game alive, but yeah, I guess <laughs> he oh, is the game. He's got a 5% market share in Niantic now. I mean. He is the game. <laughs> That's inc- okay. So here's what I want to know, right? Okay. After you shake off the disbelief that somebody deleted 1,000 raid passes, why 500 magnetic lures? <laughs> yes. Is it just I another probably... Probopass fan? I don't know. He must think yes. it's the best one out there. Yes. <laughs> the thing that's even so. more like stunning about this is just the fact that it's a Japanese player. There's raids all over Japan. So, like, you can literally do raids everywhere. You have the capability of getting any sort of legendary done, regardless of where you are in Japan, at least from my perspective, when I was in Japan. So, to see this happening was, for that reason alone, even more mind-blowing, because I was like, 
you you can use your ray pass, not like you're living raw or anything like that. Use them, don't get rid of them. Yeah, I just I would love to, you know, like pick pick this player's brain and just figure out what the reason why was. You That's know, it. some people just have more money than sense. Some people just want to watch the world burn. I guess, but I'm sure that there was a reason, and maybe it's just not occurring to to us, or maybe this player is in a place where it's their priorities are a lot different than ours are. But still, one thousand ray passes, man! Oh my god! I still think they they did it for the lulls. I'm okay with that. That's the kind of that's the kind of thing that happens in these mobile games all the time. <laughs> I've watched somebody. I've watched somebody on video feed away thirty two thousand dollars worth of stuff. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And that's oh a low goodness. end. That's a low end expectation because it's an RNG based. Oof. Did their dad know that they were using his credit card? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's it for news, y'all. We did it. That was a long news section. Made it out the other side. That was yeah. Really that long. was that was just All as long news. as most episodes are. Anyway. So next, we're going to be doing something uh, with reversal here, and we're going to be doing uh, some Q and A. We both kind of put the call out earlier. Again, this <laughs> we arranged this well now probably seven hours ago, um, where uh, Gia was willing to come on, and we were like, "Hey, uh, you guys got Q and A? Uh, we'll just you know that'll be fun." So we went through and, and picked out some of the questions that we wanted to do for a little Q and A section. So uh, I'm going to pass the mic over, as it were, to Kyle and Ness. So we're going to take over asking these Q and A from uh, from you, wonderful people. So starting off, Pokemon JDT asks, what kind of AR plus improvements slash features would you like to see added to the game? Oh, that's a good question. I, th- I think it would be really cool to say AR plus battles. That'd be cool. AR or battles. Or like raid battles that you can see like the 20 players around you as well. Yes. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be a cool addition. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. So imagine seeing a, a group of 20 players just like walking around like morons, just like tapping <laughs> on my phone. Get, just the best like... picture of all 20 of us beating on this one Pokemon. <laughs> Floop Jackie asked, what do you think the next featured Pokemon is going to be for Community Day? Oof. Next featured Pokemon. I hope it's going to be Abra because there's a sadistic Abra. side in me who wants to see people's reaction when shiny Abra runs away oh, because no. it rains free no. from the Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that because uh, obviously people are going to be very mad, but I just want to see it. Oh, man. All right. That's a, that's a, that's a great answer. Pitygrava says, what does Pokemon Go need to keep the train rolling? Gen 5, more in-shop game items like lures and things, events, shiny Pokemon. What is it? Features. Like, we need more features. The thing is, like, anything that keeps a game going is just features, quality of life improvements, and that sort of stuff. If you want to take a look at Pokemon Go long term, and by this I'm talking the next 5 to 10 years, I know it's crazy, but we're already into 3 years of Pokemon Go almost, so... Wow. It's realistic to talk about this now. I think you need esports support for PvP to keep people captivated in Pokemon Go. Like you need big companies that dive into PvP for Pokemon Go. So one thing that will really help for Pokemon Go is if they have like a tournament setup within the game where you can just sign on. You don't need to add each other as a friend. You just sign into this sub hub like a lobby of source. And you can enter 16 people in there and you see a tournament bracket and then you just straight uh, straight up battle each other. And you could do this remotely even, if anything. You could do this remotely. You can do this on the spot. Uh, I think stuff like these, like f- 
features with like long-term vision in mind. I think that those are the things that are going to keep the train rolling. I do feel though that Pokemon Go is in a very good spot. Obviously, Niantic has been much better than they were in 2016, 2017. So they care, like it, 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 it's noticeable that they care more. At, at least it seems like they care more for communities. So yeah, I think that's, that's what's required. All right. JT Valor asks, with new items like Mossy, Glacial, and Magnetic Lures, what other items would you like to see added to the game? Uh, more storage, man. <laughs> <laughs> more storage, please. A resounding applause from everybody, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you'll find it. It'll be difficult to find somebody that disagrees with that. No, I don't want more storage. <laughs> no, <that laughs> Why would you I, do that? I love candy more than anything. Grind away. <laughs> So Bananas Cakey says, favorite and least favorite Chinese. Uh, I think we've kind of discussed the least favorite one. <laughs> okay. In depth, which would be plus so. Um, my favorite one currently in Pokemon Go is Shelter. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because it's so it's 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 so tiny. He's and it's orange. orange. He's <laughs> orange. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really I really like that one. But the one that I want to see the most is Ninetales. Yes, please. What's your favorite Chinese and least favorite? I would be into Ninetales. I'm super into that idea. That would be really awesome. I really like, I like Shiny Wilmer. I love him. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> Until Shiny Nose Pass answer. comes around and then maybe. And I think least favorite is Shiny Pikachu. Just nothing interesting. Nothing about it. Not even with a hat? <laughs> no. Because then it's the just a Pikachu with a hat. more interesting than the Pikachu. Yes. Pikachu. <laughs> If the hat was also, like, if that had a shiny variant as well, if, like, the hat turned a different color, totally. Nothing, though. Just <laughs> nothing. Okay, flower crown, my last option. No. <laughs> no. The hard questions. Nothing but the hard questions. I think for myself, shiny Caesar is one of my absolute favorites. Although I really also love shiny melodic. I yeah. think that Pokemon is yes. Punk rock. gorgeous. Punk really rock good. dragon. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Least favorite. You know, I hate to piggyback, but I really hate shiny Plusle. I just can't. I've never had an experience where I found a shiny and I was like, eh, until that Pokemon. And so really, I mean, <laughs> that's that's it. I'm done talking about Plusle. <laughs> I think my favorite shiny is shiny Kyogre because it's a giant bright pink whale. It's just, it's amazing. Yes. And my least favorite, it would probably be Pikachu, but just to say something a little bit different and also controversial Mine for me, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> Gengar. Shiny Gengar. Oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. we knew that. So we knew that. As, so as, You'll as, change as, your opinion when, uh, when, when oh, Mega Evolutions come out. Don't worry. I know. That's why regular Gengar Shiny upsets me so much because yes. I love Gengar with all my heart. And I want my bright... Like my pale pink Gengar, so bad. Yes. Give me Mega, please. Absolutely. Joshua underscore zero two zero eight asks, "What minor updates do you want introduced into Pokemon Go, such as timers on lures and stuff like that?" You want to do an entire podcast on that, or <laughs> <laughs> seriously? Okay, um, I have a couple of things just right off the bat. We need better features to search and filter out Pokemon. Like that's a massive quality of life update. Yes. Where you yes. have the capability of searching by distance for your pilot badge, for example. That's like one of many. We need more badges on profile. To I, I made a list the other day of badges that we could have. Unique Spokestop Spun, for example. Uh, catching a Pokemon with an excellent throw. 
the amount of total starters you've accumulated, that sort of stuff. That would be really nice to see. Timer on the lures is very important, but then also ready button and rates for at least one, two, and three stars. That oh, way you can just oh, instantly yes. go. Oh my god! The other day I calculated, I have waited in the lobby for 130 hours <laughs> uh. <laughs> with all the raids I've done. That is a week almost of waiting, just doing nothing. Just to do raids. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. So Just Jack 21 says, assuming the game lasts long enough to release all Pokemon, how does the game survive past that point? Maybe a big switch to a more in-depth PvP? What are you thinking? It's kind of hard to say at this point. Like, you know, I think that Pokemon Go definitely will last long enough to release all Pokemon because... You know, you see so many people that come and go and they come back and then they go. And I believe right now at this very moment with the summer upcoming, we'll have the most amount of daily players that we've ever had, even with the start of Pokemon Go. So it's, it's kind of hard to say. I think a lot of people think that Pokemon Go at some point will die out. But I, I think that Pokemon Go will always have like some sort of hardcore community or like a, a very dedicated player base that, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have the same thing, but there's a lot of people in my community that use Pokemon Go as a way to just get out of the house and just do something in the meantime. Absolutely. Walk their dog, walk with their kids online. It's so insane to see the amount of connections that are made between parent and children that are playing Pokemon Go together because they got something to do now. Like these days, mm-hmm. kids are always on iPads and stuff and watching online stuff and they don't get out as often. So if you have something to do with your kid, that's super duper dope. So will it die out? No, I don't think so. Yeah, some of our favorite emails... Uh, mm-hmm. That we will consistently reference, or you know, people that will email us over and over again, are you know, parents that are like, "Hey, we listen to your show along with our kids because we all play," and then they'll tell us about like you know their raid day experience and like how their kids did and stuff like that. It's really and nice. It's yeah, they're really really heartwarming. It's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. That's awesome. And yeah, much yeah. love to the parents, straight up. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's really cool. Yeah, even even when we were raiding around, because we moved recently, our previous neighborhood, it was mostly It was mostly adults. families. It was mostly families. Like, the, there was a, an entire yeah. van full. There was, like, two parents, three kids, and a grandparent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was incredible. Good for them. I don't know how they all fit in that van, but, you know, those raids aren't going to raid themselves. So... <laughs> All right. Thanks for the quick Q&A, Gio. There is, we're going to skip over Gear Up this week because we are running real long. We're also going to skip over Pokalore this week. We'll get them next week. But on to a very short version of our PvP section where we're just going to talk about the cup that was released for June. But, you know, in, in true GoCast fashion, we'll wait until people smarter than us put out a lot more information about what's good and what's not. And we'll talk about it in a week or two. Um, but it is the Rainbow Cup that's June 1st through the 30th for the Sylph Arena. Types allowed are going to be Fire, Electric, Bug, Grass, and Water. So, you know, the colors of the rainbow. Everybody knows them. Red, yellow, green, another green, and blue. Um. <laughs> greener. Green and greener. <laughs> oh, there you go. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I'm excited about it. How do you guys feel? I know, Gio, you were saying that you invest a lot of time into PvP. So yeah. the addition of a fifth typing kind of worry you when we're talking about you know, especially putting Stardust into something. No, not so much because it's Gen 1 and Gen 2 Pokemon that are allowed only with this cup. Yeah. So oh. yeah. I think it's really, I think this one's really interesting in particular because uh, Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur are actually so high up there within the rankings and with their community they moves. 
So I think we'll see some interesting matchups this this cup. This seems like an appropriate time to ask you as well. But you, so you've been participating in the cups and such, right? Did you get a regional invitation? No, I didn't participate in enough cups. Oh, okay. I was in the Singaporean Cup with King. So um, yes. that was like the, one of the big, big ones out there yeah. prior to The footage to of regionals. that was incredible. It was nuts. Yeah, seeing it that. was insane. It was so hard to actually participate well in there. But yeah, I, I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. So with that, my love for PvP has grown as well. And I think the, the PvP scene has like way more to come. So I think it's cool. Yeah. If, I mean, if this is any indication, I mean, this first year has just been a wild ride and we're talking about exposure and, and acceptance of like a competitive scene, you know? Yes. It's, it's super promising. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're going to move into the Poke Bowl here because we're, uh, we're moving into a good clip now. If we, got, <laughs> we waded through that monster of a news section. The rest of this seems like peanuts in comparison. Last week's question was, what rare Pokemon would you like to see in Tier 1-4 to raids? Julia says Lapras Shiny in Tier 4. Maybe Lucario could temporarily come to Tier 4 raids for a special Raid Week event. Oh, well, he was, uh, He's he was there. ahead of the game. He's yeah. there. Absolutely. Grabber says, Alolan Marowak and Absol Solo Bowl Tier Raid 3, please. Yes. Ron says Pokemon with legacy moves, not necessarily a specific rare Pokemon, but ones with better moves or two-charge moves. Just the Average Joe asks for Lucario in four-star raids. Please, I've hatched one Riolu in 84 10KM eggs. I've never hatched one. I've never hatched one. Yeah, No Riolus for me. Or Lucario's. None of them. Yeah, much more efficient for your walking there, man. Absolutely. Look, life is hard sometimes. (laughs) Tau Pikachu says, I think it would be incredible if Niantic put random unknown as tier one raids it could be as rare spawns but i feel like this would bring the community together in one physical location unknowns in tier one that would be fun we were talking about this in our discord a little that'd bit. be I a lot of fun this is brilliant this is yeah i think this is the, the way to to do the unknown distribution mm-hmm. uh, especially for those of people that don't attend events or don't travel or whatever they it like can to be super rare yeah. but at least a chance and they like to spell things out so yeah. that's a cliffhanger Imagine if you have this unknown rate, but the unknown rate will be a little bit more rare than your usual rate. So that mm-hmm. way more people will be coming there. And then everybody who participates gets a different letter. Oh. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Because then you can trade. So what if trade it was like letters. a rate encounter where, I mean, like from the movies, all the unknown would like attack like in a cloud. So what if just to make it a little bit more interesting instead of one unknown that's like scaled out of control and out of believability, it's like you were fighting like a cluster of unknowns and stuff like that. Like a horde of unknown? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's a good idea if you wanted to make it like a tier three raid, make it like a little bit harder than a tier one. And then you could do that swarm idea. That'd be really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis says maybe it's time to release more Spiritomb and like level three to four raid with Spiritomb would be fun. Those are always fun Pokemon. I love the the quest Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I, I'm surprised we haven't had another avenue to get Spiritomb yes. yet. I wasn't surprised within the blast radius of the Halloween event, but I mm-hmm. am surprised now that we haven't seen something, a second chance, even if it's like a research breakthrough or what have you. This week's Pokepole, what new release Pokemon are you most excited for, Chris? Oh, geez. It's you. Um, well, I was excited for Hippopotas, and then I realized that the lake near me was a nest, and I hit that up, and I got like 150 candy. Really? In, like, I don't hour, have any. So well, I'll, I'll trade them to okay. you. I've got a lot. <laughs> we'll make that happen. <laughs> Kyle, what about you? Um, it's it's definitely the Gibble line. 
I want one so bad. I've hatched like seven 10K eggs already. Yeah. And still none. So I I, just, I really want one really badly. All right. What about you, Gio? Shellos. Yeah? I like Shellos. Shellos <laughs> is, is a homie. <laughs> Definitely. Well, obviously for me, it's Probopass. And <laughs> and I, I already got my Probopass, but I'll take more. Yeah, That's you're fine. still excited for it. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, if you guys would like to send an answer to the question, what newly released Pokemon are you most excited for? You can go ahead and send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com or we post them on Facebook and or Twitter. Or if you're in our Discord, you can also answer the question there. Speaking of emails, we got one from Andy, who, if you recall, set a bunch of goals for himself the last time he mm-hmm. sent in an email. And, and here's the follow up that he did promise. Hey, guys, I've added one more goal to my list for the week, and uh, you didn't mention anything about it in this past week's episode. He's right. Sorry. I missed the community. <laughs> Did I mention it again? I feel awful. I feel like it's the first time we've dropped a ball like that before. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, Torchic Community today. Um, but to be honest, there's not a whole lot to talk about with it, uh, and that is catch at least six shiny Torchic. Mm-hmm. I'm usually very conservative with how many I can get. Some being a little bit more adventurous this time. Thanks again and have a great rest of the week. I hope you got six. I hope you got ten. He got more than that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the shiny torchic. One of the things we do here, Geo, and uh, I'm not sure if it hasn't been painfully obvious, is that we talk about goals a lot. Uh, Because when you hit level 40, you know, there's not a lot left to do. So every week we set goals and Mm -hmm. listeners also participate and and set goals. Are you all level 40? Um, Uh, I am. And this is my idea. So. Both me and Ness are very close. But yes. Okay. Yes. You get there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Let me get another yeah. four mil and I'll talk to you. We'll, we'll pull me up too. in your house in an me hour. Too. That's where I'm at. Kyle and get in there. We're going, I guess, not right. Oh, you guys are competing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I'm after you, Kyle. So on our way out here, we, we set goals uh, for ourselves. And we'd like to invite you to participate this time. I'm not sure how okay. I'm going to you know, do the whole accountability piece. Maybe I'll just harass you on Twitter or You'll something. You'll just have to tweet us but. about it. <laughs> All right. All right. So Let's make uh, it happen. Okay. Ness, you're first. Why don't we give Gio some time to think? Uh-huh. So I'm going to do, goodness, 200,000 XP, two more lunch raids, and what do we have going on? I'm going to do raid day. at least three interesting raids for raid week and Lapras raid day. At least three. Okay. Got it down. 200,000 experience, two lunch raids, and three of them, or three additional raids, yes. need to be, uh, air quotes, interesting. We'll define interesting. that at a later date, I <laughs> yeah. suppose. Yes. I like leaving my options open. It's so good, three Bibberol raids coming out. <laughs> there we go. Nobody <laughs> will see it coming. <laughs> Kyle, for yourself. going to say 300,000 experience. Ooh. And wow, a little bit vague, but I'd like to just do some raids during this week. Because I, I did have other plans, so I'm going to completely miss the Lapras raid day, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, So maybe I'll try one. and do one of them, but it's going to be tough. So. Okay. Some raids. Some interesting raids, I, put in I got you written down for All some right. raids. Some raids. Again, <laughs> I guess we'll define vague. these. We're very non-committal date. here at GoCast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for myself, 200,000 Stardust because I need it. I'm going to finish up my team for regionals because it's... Well, it's next weekend, so actually it's this weekend. Uh, I guess I'm going to come back and tell you guys how regionals went. So yeah. regionals. I'm telling you, I'm going to go 0-25, and, and it's going to be glorious. Yikes. I'm so excited. 
I'm really like honest, honest to goodness. And I've talked about this before. I'm not expecting to win this thing. I'm mostly excited about just seeing the infrastructure, how it goes, seeing other people that are just as excited about it in one place. I think 70 people are signed up for the location I'm going downtown Chicago. So I'm, I'm thrilled. Very excited about that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gio, so how about you? What are your goals? <laughs> Gotta have okay. them. Okay. They're going to sound very excessive, okay? So I am 26 raids away from a Golden Champion badge. So that's obviously needs to happen this week. I am aiming to get 12 million XP this week. Gosh. With the new radio. Here wow. we are with like 200,000. He's like 12 million. will be fine. Okay. <laughs> that, is, that is quite intense. Yeah, because I'm going to be raiding a lot. So during Lapras Day, and we usually can get... Yeah, with Lapras Day, we could probably get like 50 in, I mm-hmm. reckon. No. Well, I'd because... like to be in that area. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of like, you know, I really would like to, to get to that goal because, yeah, I have, I have some experience goals in mind when it comes down to this end of the year and goal fest. So this is why we don't set goals with YouTubers. Just blanket that right there. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the cool thing. This is what I really like. Like, you don't have to, like, compare one another. Everybody has their own playing style. Obviously, I'm definitely on the spectrum of more the hardcore player. But even without being hardcore or anything like that, you can still set goals for yourself even after level 40. Like, hey, I want to get this amount of shinies. Or, hey, I want to get these Pokemon, these particular type of moves. So I think that's really interesting. And I think that makes Pokemon Go very, very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Because I have walking goals. Right. There you go. We got a string of emails, especially when people were like really optimistic about the weather first turning. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go walk. I'm going to go outside and walk like, you know, 50 miles or whatever. And like, okay, good on you. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, goals, I think definitely keeps the interest alive past, mm-hmm. past level 40. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fascinating to see what like a week worth of goals for you is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, if you guys have goals, of course, always send them in. We'd love to hear that stuff. You can send us emails to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the Gocast Podcast. If you want to help support the show monetarily, we have a Patreon set up, patreon.com forward slash gocastpodcast. Or non-monetarily, because money is not everybody's way of showing love. You can leave a review on iTunes at Podcast Stitcher all that stuff. And Geo, how can people find you? They can find me if you uh, go on YouTube, you type in reversal. You can, not the move, you can find my uh, YouTube channel through there. Uh, YouTube.com slash reversal KNDY. KND stands for Knights and Dragons, but that's like an old, it's my old game that I co- used to cover five years ago, so I cannot change the YouTube URL, sadly. Uh, Twitter, uh, at reversal YouTube. And then sometimes, if we're not talking about Pokemon, uh, you can find me on Twitch. Reversal. Actually got the name last week. Just Reversal. Oh, lucky you. Nice. There you go. Congratulations. And Instagram is the same as Twitter. But yeah, Twitter mostly. There you go. Perfect. We will, of course, have links to all of Geo's accounts as well, as we always have our link dump at the end of our shows. But here we are at the end of this show. Episode 47. uh, You know, we're, we're done. So we'll see you guys next week for episode 48. Gio, thank you so much for joining us. Again, last minute, it was wonderful to have you on. There was so much to talk about. It was really exciting to get your perspective on everything, basically. (laughs) Thank you. No, I really appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. 
And you're coming to GoFest, right? Absolutely. All so right. we'll see awesome. all three of you there. We'll yes. see you yeah. at GoFest. Yeah. We got press passes. We'll be there on Saturday. Oh, heck yes. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> what? I'll be there every single day. I'll, I'll be there every single day. Actually, I'm, I'm trying to arrange my fl- flight ticket. So it's kind of like a, <laughs> oh, there you go. If, if, if I'm at GoFest, I'll be there every single day at the moment. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. And you know what? This is going to be kind of dorky, but I definitely was digging through my backpack that I brought to GoFest 2017. Oh, yeah. And you know what I found? I found, remember we talked about this during your interview, like I was talking about how much of a champ you were because that was one heck of a hot day and it was like the end of the day and you were still standing like <laughs> signing stuff and remember those like cards that they handed out that people were just using as ways to get signatures from people i have the yeah. one that has yours on it still <laughs> oh really <laughs> yes again you were the only youtuber that like, i knew and talked to at that event so i'm definitely gonna bring that and try to get you to sign the other side from another year <laughs> i just think that's kind of cool i just think it'd be a I believe, yeah, I, I got, I, I once again got signing sessions at GoFest again this year for like two hours each day. Ooh. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting for sure. I hope it's not going to be as hot though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's hang out. Let's hang out in the press area and yeah. uh, just have a little fun time. Yeah. Let's catch yeah, up. Definitely. It'll be That'll awesome be to see all you there. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll be I'm super excited. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Again, Gio, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you guys next week for episode 48. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.